Welcome to a Conscious Coaching Podcast with your host, Lauren Bentley. Lauren is a trauma-informed cognitive behavioral therapist, as well as a mindfulness teacher. She's also obtained certifications like personal training, group fitness instruction, yoga teacher, and a breathwork facilitator. And she uses these certifications to create embodiment and somatic experiences for her clients. It is within this podcast that you will experience creating pathways home into your body to find safe and sacred space from within. The importance of honoring all of your emotions and letting your body tell the story. For deeper work, please check the show notes below. For information into how to join her Breathe and Receive membership, a virtual studio supporting the body, mind, and, and spirit. You can also see below different ways to contact her for discovery calls to set up one-on-one support, as well as how to find her on social media and her public Facebook group, A Conscious Community, and Instagram. Thank you so much for being here and create a beautiful day. Welcome, everybody. Today, we have Chelsea Scavera with us. She is a spiritual therapist, and she's all about guiding souls through self-exploration and healing. And she is a lover and, I believe, a master of shadow work. Thank you for being here, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get into this with you. Yes. I can't believe that we haven't had a podcast together. We've been friends in the oh. Instagram world for quite some time. Yes. Yes. This is way long overdue. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, I love your work. I love that you mix the spirituality with your therapy. Um, and, you know, there's another component too that you, you help bridge the gap with other therapists and bringing in the spiritual components as well, which I think is so necessary. I bring in a lot of like yoga with my coaching and, and therapeutic ways as well, because I, I believe that it, it just needs to be blended. It's, it's very important to bring in the whole body, mind, spirit. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's, it's like I had this realization that so many of the different theories and techniques and stuff that I was learning in grad school, well, so many of them are so helpful and obviously shaped me into like the healer that I am now. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were like just created during a time where it was very like, you know, white male oriented. Yeah. And so it's just kind of all from that lens and that mindset. And I was just chatting with another therapist the other day about like energy protection for therapists and things like that and how in grad school, like, it's just like, well, just take off your therapist hat and leave work at work. (laughs) And people's like, cool, how do I do that? And it's like, what do you mean? How do you do that? Oh, nobody knows how to do it. And then now here I am and I'm like, oh yeah, it's shadow work. Like that's actually how you do a therapist. And like, anybody who wants to know like how to really protect your energy it's kind of knowing what you even need to protect to begin with yeah yeah 100 percent. because yeah like what yeah what are you protecting <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah. 
And, you know, I've been in like this whole, I, I mean, I've always been a lover of shadow work. I think it's super important. Um, but I think a lot of it can be forgotten and pushed to the side, especially, you know, this is, this is a, a big place that I've come to recently is that we were really brought up being taught to not feel the heavy feelings, to, to push away our anger, to not cry. Um, and then, you know, boys are taught, you know, boys don't cry, man up, things like that. And then we, we as we get older and a lot of us enter into spirituality and finding our own beliefs and our own path, um, we can also be met with a lot of that toxic positivity of a lot of that new age movement. So then that, that takes it even deeper of like, yeah, your negative emotions, your heavy emotions are, are not good. You should not feel those. And so we're just constantly bypassing. And I've said it like a thousand times and I'll never stop saying it, that our heavy emotions are some of the most intelligent emotions. It teaches us those unmet needs and those boundaries and how to love ourselves deeper and love others deeper, find that compassion, I think, you know? So um, I just, it's it just been like this this huge moment for me to like really just help people feel all of their emotions. And I feel like that's what I've been doing a lot with a lot of my clients is peeling back those beliefs that those heavy emotions are, are wrong or dangerous and finding the beauty in them. Yes, mm -hmm. I know when I first got started on um, like my spiritual journey and whatever, I was like, definitely like, yes, love and light. This is great. Mm -hmm. I've been looking for love and light my whole <laughs> life. And then I learned about the term spiritual bypassing. And I was like, I, well, at first I was so offended. I was like, yes, no, me too. Screw you, screw you people. I've been through enough pain. What do you mean you want me to go back to feeling that way? Like, what do you mean? And and then all of a sudden I had like this realization of like, okay, well, like what even is, you know, like my greater purpose and doing what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And I didn't find that answer using love and light only. Right. I found that answer by being like, well, what, what kind of shook me about humanity so much that I wanted to make sure that I could like help people through it. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I have the same sort of experience. I felt really offended by that term spiritual by, 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 bypassing. I can't talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then one day I woke up and I was just like, you know what? I'm sick of all of the shit. I'm sick of following all these women who just want to talk about money and scaling your business and positive thoughts only and good vibes only. And, and so I just started unfollowing all of them. I was like, you know what? Because I can always refollow them. Maybe I just need a little cleanse from all of this. And then one morning I'm, I'm journaling and I was like, you know what? I couldn't tell you the last time I didn't feel worthy or I didn't feel like I had enough or that it wasn't abundant. Like I, I just, I felt whole, which was such an interesting thought to me because for the first time in my life, I was actually really feeling everything, feeling complete, feeling everything. I wasn't just in the positive vibes only. And that it was the only time, the first time in my life that I felt truly complete in who I am. Yeah. So I was like, wow, there is so much to this. When I was in that zone of high vibe only, I, it left me always wanting more, feeling that I needed more. And I also wasn't very happy with where I was because I felt like I should be so much further along. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I I had like had this realization of, I mean, I am like still in my heart 
an early 2000s emo girl like <laughs> through and through my i have a playlist emo vibes mixtape it's 15 hours long <laughs> and i love that you call it mixtape <laughs> yes, exactly exactly yep. and so it's like when i first got into the spirituality world i kind of like thought i had to push that aside like well i can't listen to that music anymore like wow she was like so long ago but now that I've been like, oh, actually, you can come hang out with me, like, you know, teenage Chelsea, like, let's chat, like, you know, what, you know, what do you have to tell me? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, maybe I'm actually okay with, like, a little darkness. Maybe I like the sad music every now and then, and to be able to just feel into those emotions, and just, I think that transmutation is so powerful and I know that this is something you love too is like you know like we don't just have to let go of all of these like things that we've deemed bad about ourselves we can actually use them to like power through and to inspire us yeah it's like when you that energy is there when you say like love and light only then you just kind of neglect that energy leaving you feeling unwhole Whereas when you do the shadow work, you say, I'll integrate this energy into myself. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're feeling lower. You're not so tired. You can process your emotions, not repress your emotions. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because just because they these emotions are out of the, the mind, it doesn't mean that they're gone. They're not. They're still within the subconscious, and they're definitely in your body. Yes. Yes. And the other day I saw... Um, Instagram uh, reel or whatever about how it's like if you want to manifest and live by the law of attraction you're going to want to do you know do this 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 and definitely not that and the definitely not that was like trauma work inner child healing like it's like don't like only do like focus on what you desire like live in your vibe now and I was like oh honey but your man your subconscious is manifesting when your conscious isn't yes right (laughs) Right. So you're always manifesting even if you don't realize it. And if you don't do that subconscious work, then you are going to be manifesting from a place of like the wounds want to be seen. And so the wounds are going to do whatever they can to say, like, look at me, here you go. Um, anytime you want to know where your shadow is, just ask the universe. The universe will gladly put an experience in your yeah. lap for you to understand yourself more. Yeah. Yeah. Those wounds always want to be seen because definitely think, think about like a, a, a child, like a hurt, upset child. They're just doing anything they possibly can to get a caregiver's attention. Anything. Yes. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. And, and it's the loudest noise in the room. <laughs> always. It really always is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that like shadow work so many people, for some reason, when I first started, like, sharing about shadow work, were like, are you teaching black magic? And I was like, what? I, like, I never even thought that those two were, like, connected. But thank you for, like, informing me that there's a connection there. And so anybody that's listening to this knows that we're not talking about black magic. No, no. We're talking about that wholeness and that under deep understanding of the self and who we are and why we are the way we are yeah 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 Yeah. so maybe we should get into exactly what is the shadow yeah (laughs) I so my definition of the shadow a lot of people ask me like what's the difference between the shadow and the ego 
And so my view of it is that the shadow is kind of that space within us that holds the wounds, that holds those early childhood experiences, even like repressed gifts and stuff like that. Like it's not just all like dark, heavy, scary shit in the shadow. Like some of it is like your greatness, Mm -hmm. right? Because we know like the Marianne Williamson quote, like our greatest fear is that like we're great beyond measure. Mm -hmm. And so the shadow is what holds all of that. The ego is what kind of turns it into limiting beliefs and behaviors. The ego kind of forms as like that early childhood, like it's like a protector. It says, don't worry, I've got this. I'll step in, I'll hold all of this for you. I'll make the meaning of it even better. I know the unpredictability of this sucked. So I'll make it predictable and you'll do it to yourself all of the time instead. Mm-hmm. You won't have to worry about it from other people. You'll just do it to yourself. Mm-hmm. So shadow work is saying, it's like taking our meaning-making power back. Mm. It's saying, oh, that's what's there. Well, rather than like meaning this in my life, this is what I want it to mean in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Perfectly said. Yeah. So you, the, the ego is like the protector. Yeah, yeah. Like in a way, it's like, I think that the ego is a spectrum for mm-hmm. sure. Like it's, Sometimes it's the protector. Sometimes it's the sabotager like, yeah. or the saboteur. Um, so it really just depends on what our subconscious is telling it kind of that it needs in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it might feed us the thoughts of like, oh, people are always judging you. So you need to play small. You need to hide yourself, whatever. Um like that's some of my shadow work has been around being bullied in all of that and then now being an entrepreneur and showing up for the world and like these big online spaces and whatnot um you know for the longest time my ego was telling me like one that I'm a follower I used to always say like I'm a supporter I'm not a follower I'm a supporter Mm -hmm. Now that I've done my shadow work, I'm like, oh no, like I've got like some strong trailblazing <laughs> tendencies. Like there is way too much Capricorn in me to be <laughs> like a lot of Pisces, but that Capricorn within just is like, no, 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 you've got shit to do. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but without being willing to kind of like sit with that pain of those experiences and whatnot and see what was there, I would not have been able to like take the meaning back for myself. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, you really want to be pushed to do some shadow work? Start a business. <laughs> so true, though. So true. Start a business or go hang out with your family for two hours. Oh, gosh, right? <laughs> yeah, either one of those will work just fine. <laughs> just fine. Just fine. Yeah. And, and I think it's important I'm feeling the nudge to tell people who are listening like shadow work comes in seasons like Mm -hmm. there is totally times to be like you know what I'm just going to be focused on like all the good things in my life right now I'm going to bask in that positivity and just like be here for a little bit it's okay to take those breaths and then be like okay I'm ready for that next level it's like I always view shadow work as like the slingshot right like we want to hit that next level but we kind of got to pull ourselves back in order to catapult forward and so yes Mm -hmm. do the shadow work get in that slingshot pull Mm -hmm. yourself back 
Mm -hmm. and it's okay to know that it comes in seasons yep yeah and each or like onions each layer that you pull back exposes a new a new like wound to to love and to heal and to work with to nourish um and that wound also really like just helps like you said like just catapult us forward just continuing to show up and be seen and go into like our next level perhaps like a new place that we're teaching you know it just it, it really is like this that slingshot yeah and it's so important for people to realize too like you will process things that happen in your life differently at different developmental stages mm -hmm. the way you process what happened to you when you were seven years old at 15 years old is one way 21 I mean you reach 30 right and you're like oh my gosh I thought I was so old and wise at 21 22 <laughs> <laughs> and and so, so, so many of my clients will be like, I thought I healed this. Like, I thought I was over this. Like, why is it still coming up for me? And I'm like, well, because you're growing. Like, mm -hmm. you have a new understanding you're, like, meant to gain from this, a new, new light to shine on it. And so it makes perfect sense that you kind of want to process this in a new way and see see what you want to do with it. You want to accept it, release it, transmute it. What do you want to yeah. do with it? Yeah, yeah. I think each time we do meet it, like as, especially as we get, continue to get older, um, we can meet it with more compassion. You know, um, I think that sometimes when we meet it at a much younger age, we can be meeting it with still a lot of anger and blame and yeah. guilt, right? Um, why didn't you do this? And I wish you would have done this instead. And I think that as we continue to get older, we're able to more so see that like, I, I am a true believer that we're all just like doing our best. And I know when I say that some people get like really pissed because they're just like, well, I can name somebody who is awful. You think that person's doing their best? Yes. Because hurt people hurt people, you know? I mean, and I can, and it, it's, I still can be taken aback by a lot of things that people do for sure, but you, you can't help but to feel compassion for that person still because something happened within them as well um, that made them you know, be do, doing what they're doing in present day. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And it's that reminder of like, we, we just can't control anybody else mm -hmm. at all. And so when we can redirect that energy into, like, rather than being so up in arms about what they're doing and instead say, okay, what, what, do I, what am I doing? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. It can be really empowering and we create ripple effects. And so you never know what you doing your own inner work is actually doing for the greater scheme of literally the entire planet. Yeah. Yeah. One of my most favorite things Eckhart Tolle talks about is um, how polluted our world is. It's a direct manifestation of how polluted our own minds are. So I even just think about that in, in, a, in a general sense, that the more that I continue to um, depollute my mind, that I'm also having a very positive effect on our Mother Earth. Yes. Yes. Uh that just brought me back to, I was doing a healing the other day and the coolest visualization was coming through. 
and a lot of it was involving the shadow and it was like seeing ourselves as the ocean mm. and then going down into the dark depths that we're we know right like we know that there's part of the ocean that's like pitch black with like the creepy monsters and whatnot yeah. but then we sink even lower to where we don't know and all of a sudden it's like that atlantis right wow. like yeah it's just like gold and like the coolest shit ever but we get so freaked out by that surface layer of darkness that we don't continue to push through and see what's going on deeper underneath. And I was like, wow, that, I was like, I know this healing was for you, but that just really stuck with me. Like, okay, if you feel like you're not good enough or you feel like you don't have any talents, like you need to do shadow work actually. Like, there's something deep within there that's waiting to be uncovered by you. And yeah, it's just kind of using your free will to make the choice to do that work. Mm -hmm. Gosh. And there's so much beauty underneath that. That gave me like chills. That will like stick with me forever. That's so beautiful. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, it was seriously stunning. Mm -hmm. Stunning. I was kind of curious, this question just came to mind for me, for you. How do you see the shadow show up in yoga classes? Because I know my shadow for me definitely creeps up when I'm like in a position where I feel like my tummy is big and I can't like get into that or whatever. And so um, do you see any patterns of the, the shadow self coming up in yoga classes that you have with others and whatnot? Yeah, definitely. A lot of comparison, judgment, um, you know, not being as natural at things. Even for me, for the longest time, I didn't think I could be a yoga teacher because I'm not flexible. I can't do the splits. Um, I still can't do a headstand. Like I'm not fancy at all in my yoga practice. Even I've had a couple friends um, practicing photography and want to take pictures for me of me for free for their portfolio. And I'm like, great. But then they like want me to do like these like fancy things and I can't, (laughs) I'm not quite there yet, you know? Um, So just a lot of judgment and comparison, I would say. Yeah, yep. And it's so true that it's one of those things where it's like, it's such a relatable experience. Like, I don't think that there's anybody who hasn't been triggered feeling like they're being judged or comparing themselves and whatnot. And so when we kind of do that shadow work, we see what we have in common with people that we thought we had nothing in common with. And that, I mean, to me, just kind of encourages that unity. Yeah. Yeah. And the, 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 the chattering mind that you are supposed to quiet during your yoga practice. And sometimes it's harder to quiet it than other days Uh, and then you know just thinking like what's wrong with me why do I feel like I'm constantly on this cycle of quieting my mind like I've been doing this for how many years shouldn't I be further along there's a lot there's a lot to it Mm -hmm. there really is there really is I I think that it's so important when people have a shadow work practice that it's like all-encompassing like um like there's a reason why I included a yoga class in my shadow work group because like you can't just leave the body out of this honey like there's so much going on within here and so 
if you're listening to this and you want to be creating like your own shadow work ritual type of thing, like consider the conscious, the mind, the subconscious, the soul, and your physical vessel of the body. Like, how can you be bringing all of these things in? Um, you know, find some cool journal prompts. Um, I have a really cool shadow work journal with the Tara, which I can make sure you have a link to yeah. people. Um, you know, doing a meditation, like in my shadow work course, we have subliminals and that's super freaking cool. Mm. So you play the subliminal meditations going on as you're doing your work. And then what poses would you recommend? I know for me, when I'm doing my shadow work, I have to be doing constant heart openers. Yeah. 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 Lots of heart and lots of hip openers. Yeah, those psoas, our psoas, oh my gosh, we hold trauma there. It's our fight and fight or flight muscle. Uh, there's so much in there. I mean, like, and I love bringing in, like, these, like, the shadow work and, like, a lot of the, this kind of, like, the darkness into yoga practice because we need to feel and we need to release it. Emotions are energy and motion. They need to be moved through your body. And every time we try to ignore them and push them down, they're just getting trapped within the body. So, I mean, even like any sort of, um, movements with the spine, which, and that's, and that's why this work is so beautiful to combine with yoga because yoga is all about the spine and that's our main energy system, our major energy center. And like, you know, we store so much like in the sacrum, the hips, like I said, the the psoas muscles, and then yeah, opening up really like through the heart. It's almost like um, open up through the hips, get it moving through the spine, and then like ending with some heart openers. I think is really beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then even like get it out vocally. Yes, like, make the weird noises, do a big scream, a big ah, uh, or whatever it is yes. that you need to do. Uh, I remember doing a yoga class in Philly once, and it was all throat chakra theme. Wow. And she had us doing so much with our voice, and I was not being shy. And normally, I am a very shy and reserved person in those big settings. And my friends were all like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, so oh. good. Oh, it seriously feels so, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then my my last piece of advice for doing like your own shadow work at home is to always end with self-soothing. Yeah. So going through those senses and doing what you can, maybe it's using some essential oils, putting them in the diffuser, applying them topically, massage them into the bottoms of your feet. Mm. I have a new robe that is like, oh, I just wrap myself in it. I'll take a shower, be completely naked, and just wrap myself in this nice, cozy robe and just like gentle lighting, gentle music, or even like a TV show, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that feels soothing to me then. Mm -hmm. It's like that perfect little balance of like, okay, I just did that deep inner work. It's like you just like did a triathlon of inner work, right? Right. Afterwards, you're not supposed to like go to work and keep on (laughs) keeping on. You're supposed to take some time and let your body process and integrate everything that it just did. Yeah. And so do your inner work and then just soothe the hell out of yourself after. 
Mm-hmm. I completely agree. You know, and I think that's why we, you know, we go into Shavasana, even at the end of the practice, you know, let your body soak it up. Yes. But also like, let yourself just relax and feel that support as you just moved so much energy and emotion felt so much. Yes. Yes. And I mean, there are days where I feel like I show up to yoga just for Shavasana. Mm -hmm. And so, It's okay if you're showing up for shadow work just for your self-soothing practice at the end of it sometimes. Like, yeah, and it doesn't always need to be this, like, 10-hour long event. Like, you can do 20 minutes Mm -hmm. of practice of that inner work and then keep on with whatever it is you need to be doing on your, your journey. Yeah. One of my most favorite things I learned from you, and it was years ago, and I still use it today, and I even I tell my clients about it, everything, is ego dumping. Yes. That's one of my yes. favorite um, shadow working activities that's just, like, really easy because um, I, I feel like I kind of – I free write every morning, and so sometimes yeah. it's really light and it's just imaginative and manifesting all that good stuff, but sometimes I just need to – get shit out. And so what ego dumping is for any, for everybody listening, it's just, you just take your pen to paper and you just let it go. And just, you don't need to worry about your language. You don't need to worry about being positive, nothing. Just get it all out, release the power of those words onto the paper. And then remember you taught to like, not even like read it, just like rip it up and like throw it away or like light that bitch on fire (laughs) and then self soothe. Yep. Yep. And if you want to take it up a level, do that as you're taking an Epsom salt bath. Yes. And I I remember when I first learned that, yes, I did it in the bathtub. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, whoa, I can feel this release happening. Oh my gosh. If like seriously, especially since this will, you know, air in the winter time, like if you feel yourself getting sick, do an ego dumping session. Mm. Get all out especially a sinus infection oh my gosh a sinus infection for me is like my go-to like you've been stuffing your emotions and now you're stuffed up wow okay yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so ego dump in the epsom salt bath and if you don't have a bath literally get a plastic tub a thing of tupperware get some epsom salt put hot water in it and just soak your feet Mm -hmm. um and let your feet drain everything out it'll be just as effective you. That's amazing. I never put that together of getting sick and ego dumping. That's powerful. And it makes so much sense. Yep. Yep. So powerful. Yeah. Everything is energy, you know? So of course, if we're getting a cold, there is an energetic imbalance. Like I remember I read through Ayurveda that, um, you know, if you come into contact with a virus, it doesn't mean you're going to get it. But if you're, if your doshas are not in balance, then you're, then that's how you're going to get the virus. Makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And so obviously your doshas, and I also like think about like doshas and chakras, even though they're not the same thing, I still put them in the same category. And uh, I mean, so that your chakras would be out of, out of balance as well. And yeah, just like things aren't flowing, things are stuck and things get stuck because we hold onto those emotions and they become stagnant energy. Yep. Exactly. Oh gosh. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So there's been a lot of like talk throughout this year that we're in a collective shadow work 
and shadow mm-hmm. healing um, through the quarantine and the pandemic. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do agree. And um, it's one of those where it's like, it's, I think it's like a centuries, centuries old shadow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's one of those where it's like, I mean, obviously, like, we're two white women talking about this. And so, like, anybody who is, like, a person of color listening is like, hello, yeah, this shadow's been here for a hot minute now. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the party. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, yeah, everyone, like, this shadow has been here. And it is time for us to do the work yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I I definitely can see where there is, like, just that complete collective call mm-hmm. for the shadow work right now. Yeah, I, I read something about how with everything that's going on with our planets and just our world, we're kind of, like, it's it's also, like, at that space where it, we were when we were entering into the Renaissance, and more light yeah. was coming to the world. Um, and so I almost feel like all the shadows that's been here from the Renaissance to present is what's really now coming to surface. Yeah. So, and then we're going to step into like that next age of light or we are stepping into it. Our, we are in it technically. It just doesn't feel like it. <laughs> I know. I, who, I, you know, I don't really, you know, astrology and all that kind of like goes in one ear, not the other. And I understand certain things and, you know, have to leave the rest. But that's like what I kind of got out of it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've been learning a little bit more about like the sign of Pluto, like, mm. well, the planet of Pluto and like the, what it represents in all of our charts and how it's like just like, it's this big generational um, sign and how right now with like the, the Gen Zers that they're like, they're the revolutionists. They're they're Pluto. um, I think it's in like Sagittarius. I might be way off on that. So I apologize to the astrology experts listening. Oh, they're all cringy and they're all like, what are you saying? But I think like those, you know, we, we talk so much about like our sun sign, our moon sign, our rising sign, all those individual signs. It's really interesting to start looking at those generational signs and seeing how they're playing out mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's like this astrologer, her name's like Marin something, and she is like really brilliant with all of this like what's happening in the, the collective and like taking it back to like the United States, like birth chart and yeah. like Saturn return and all that stuff. It's, it's that's like, fascinating to me. It's, it's so, so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, and I totally understand that with the Gen Z generation as well, because like, all right. So, you know, our parents were raised by like, we're, I'm just going to go back just a couple generations. Our parents were yeah. raised by our grandparents who mostly, um, lived the Great Depression. They, you know, women weren't allowed to vote. There was a lot of, there, there's a lot of stuff there, right? They moved to the, the civil rights movement, all that stuff. And then they gave birth to our parents. However, there was still just a lot of this 
lack of mentality uh, and, and again, no showing the emotions. So then our, that's how we were raised. And like I said, people, they were all doing our best. This is no shame or blame or guilt placed on anybody. Um, but we were definitely raised in a way that could quite toxic as well. And, but so many of us are here waking up and we're, we're here and we're healing. We're doing the dirty, hard work. And then many of us who are having children are then raising them to feel more, to experience more. We're, we're allowing them to be more of who they are versus yeah. try to put them in a box. And we're still learning as we go. But then just think about then their children that they're going to have. Like it's just, it's amazing to see. Like you can just, you're, we're literally witnessing this revolution take place by uh, new new souls being brought into this planet. Yep. It's amazing. Exactly. It's so, it's so incredible. Yeah. I have a four-year-old niece and when she gets really upset, she'll, she'll sit there, she'll go, oh, oh, and it is like, the sweetest thing like if she sees other people start to get upset she's oh oh with me I'm like oh my gosh. Hey, I love you you are the cutest little thing in the entire world yes. oh my gosh yes yeah. and so it's like yeah if we're already teaching four-year-olds to just take deep breaths yep. and I understand you're having big feelings right now it's okay like oh it's just gonna be like so much easier for them in the future to be like oh yeah, I'm a human and humans get sad and get mad and that's cool. I can feel that. And I'd like, just because you're feeling something doesn't mean you need to do something based off of that. Like, yeah, yeah you're feeling angry. It's like, you don't need to go like rage text. Like mm-hmm. you can just feel angry for mm-hmm. a little bit Yeah, and process it, move it through your body. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of the cool parts of shadow work, I think, is it teaches you, oh, I I can do that. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. In a safe space. Yes. This is something that I think is just so important, and I and I always remind my clients of this as well. Of like, so I'm not saying just whenever you feel the emotion, just to let it all out. Because if you, I also, I, you know, I believe shadow work is a lot of inner child work. You know, you have to show that younger self that you are safe and you are supporting yourself, and and you have you. You know, so if you were to just completely rage out the grocery store. Of course, people are going to look at you weird. You're going to feel judged. You're going to feel shamed. Your inner child's going to want to hide even more because she doesn't feel, he or she doesn't feel safe. She felt yeah. very judged. So um, bookmarking it, right? Of like, okay, so I'm feeling this, but it's not very appropriate for me to um, explore it and, and work through it right now. So I'm going to bookmark it. When I get home tonight, I'm going to go into my room and I'm going to like scream into my pillow and I'm going to write out how I feel and I'm going to move it through me then. So, yes. but like giving that safe space for yourself. I love that. Mm-hmm. And even like, give, so you give yourself the safe space and you give yourself something that you can do in that meantime. Yes. Like I'm thinking back to when I was working in community mental health and I'd have like a crazy, crazy intense a day. And I have like an hour and a half commute through the mountains. Wow. But yeah. So that's a lot of time to be like <laughs> feeling emotions. And like, we all know, like driving upset is not safe. And so I had to learn what do I do with all of this energy for freaking 90 minutes? 
And so I started like memorizing rap songs. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I just like, just be just like on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, just memorizing them and like let, moving my body and singing along. And so it was like, okay, I know that I have this way of like occupying my mind and my body until it's safe for me to be home and to feel and to do what I need to do then. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Have your safe space and also have your safe people. Yes. Something I also teach in my shadow work course is like boundary considerations. You do not need to share with everybody that you're doing this work. If your mom is not going to understand what you mean when you say you're doing shadow work and working on healing your inner child and it's just going to start a fight, don't have that conversation with Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Don't. Don't. You can you can reach out to me and Lauren on Instagram or wherever if you want to right. tell somebody you're doing shadow work and you're proud of it. We're both safe people. We'll applaud you. Yeah. But don't, you don't need to, you really don't need to share with everybody that you're doing this healing work, especially if they're not going to be supportive of it. Yeah. That's very true because even like my mom's in a lot of my, my stuff and it's amazing. I love how she supports me, but I do know that some of the things I say, she probably feels some guilt. She, and, and I never mean anything towards her. Um, it's just because I know she did, she, she did her best and she did a really good job. There's just certain parts that I have to work through. And I know even as aware I am, in this present day, I know my children are still going to need to do their own stuff as well. I know I still fucked up a bit with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I mean, it is what it is. Nobody's perfect. We're just, we're doing our best. So, yes. yeah, I mean, it just may not always be um, the best thing that, yeah, to tell your parents because they may feel guilt. And, and then when we feel, feel this guilt, then we can, re, then we can often react because um, the ego wants to then protect those wounded yeah. parts of ourselves. So, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, nobody to nobody should make you feel shame for it. And if they do, it's not because of you either. So, Yep, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. And if they do make you feel shameful or judged or some type of way, ask your shadow what wound needs to be seen in order for that to not be such a big trigger. And yeah. next time it won't hurt as much, hopefully. <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. Mm. Yeah. So good, Chelsea. This was a beautiful conversation. Oh my gosh, this was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. So how can people find you? So you did bring up briefly the tarot card journaling um, freebie that you created. Guys, this is beautiful. It's so beautiful. When I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is free. (laughs) It's amazing. I, I showed a couple of my friends it and they were like, are you sure you don't want to charge at least like $10 for this? <laughs> really good. And I was like, no, I really feel called for this to be a freebie. Yeah. Um, and so I have that amazing free resource for, for shadow work that I'll share a link with Lauren for you to um, be able to easily access. Um, you can find me on my website www.chelseascavera.com. None of that is probably spelled the way you think it is. (laughs) Yeah, everything will be in the show notes. I would say, so check the show notes there. Um, And then I am a spiritual therapist and I'm accepting one-on-one clients. And so if you're looking for like that really sacred one-on-one container, um, you can definitely reach out to me. I don't work with insurance. I'm completely self-pay and sliding scale. 
I don't ask, and the sliding scale isn't like I ask you what your income is and then I decide it. You decide where you can best um, fit into that scale. And then I do an amazing shadow work group program called Shadow Searching. We're in the winter cohort right now, but I'll relaunch again in the spring, probably mm-hmm. late February, early March will be the next round. Mm. So good. So good. And I just want to tell you, thank you so much for offering that sliding scale. I do as well. Um, and it just feels so good. I, um, that was one of my biggest things of this year of just how, how can I be of like the most service possible? You know, like I said, I was really disgusted by this high vibe and, um, just obsessed with scaling business and this just like really gross persona of the manifestation law of attraction sort of thing. And not that I'm against any of that, but it's just, we still, I still need to be like a real human being <laughs> living a human experience. <laughs> so yes. how can I be of the utmost service? And that was the big thing that I turned to as well. So I just think it's, I just think it's amazing. That's the true service. I, I think. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Going to therapy shouldn't put you into that. Right. Right. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, people want to preach nonstop about mental health and the importance of mental health. But yeah, make it more accessible then. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. It shouldn't be a bigger stressor. So. Exactly. Wonderful. Wonderful work. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. All right. Thank, Thank you, Chelsea. You. Thank you.